The following program is being brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com. The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit VoiceAmerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the following program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. Do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. What's keeping you from being the best you can be? Whatever the issue, you can clear that obstacle and come out swinging. Welcome to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. On today's show, we will feature guest experts who can bring you the tools and ideas that you need to take the next step to your personal success. Now, here is Dr. Linda Sanicola. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the show. Today, we're joined by musician, songwriter, and entrepreneur, Rick Vanderklein. Let me tell you a little bit about Rick. He is a native of Amsterdam, and he now makes Los Angeles his home. Rick's passion for music was discovered at a very young age, as he was always creating some sort of musical sound with any object he could find. I'm sure that was much to his parents' delight. (laughs) By age five, he had discovered the beauty of sound in the piano, guitar, and drums, and spent endless hours of listening to his dad's records. From those days forward, his creative journey began. He started classical piano lessons, and soon after, at age seven, was able to play advanced Bach and Chopin pieces by ear. However, his piano teacher was not too happy, since Rick was always improvising his own style into every piece. Because of this, his classical piano teacher sent him to another instructor, who then introduced Rick to the world of contemporary music, where he was able to give voice to his creative input. He wrote his first song at age 14, Going Crazy, a love song to his high school crush. He soon after began performing in local clubs and was recognized by American singer bassist Billy Haynes, who became his mentor. Rick wrote for others and developed his own material. His first album was recorded at Paramount Studios in Hollywood with Madonna's tour band. He has subsequently performed in most of the big venues in Los Angeles. After taking time off from live performances, he has discovered that he should stay true to the simplicity of his own music. Welcome, Rick. Thank you. Beautiful. <laughs> I'm so glad to to be able to talk to you about your your musical and life journeys today because um, I'm always intrigued by people who have what it seems to me the incredible courage that it takes to up and move from one country to another and build a whole new life for themselves in a new language and all that that entails. So can you tell me a little bit about what that was like for you? It was uh, quite an experience. It was actually a, a lot of fun. It was, um, you hear sometimes people say, like, oh, weren't you scared? And, you know, I, I guess I wasn't that mindset. I just, 
I was always dreaming about living in uh, America somehow uh -huh. no connection with the country at all no family nothing and uh, you know when when the opportunity uh, uh, was there I, I took it and and I moved I, I packed all my stuff uh, which wasn't a lot and mm -hmm. uh, I headed over to uh, beautiful Los Angeles wow and and you've been here how long now um, I been here nine years almost, oh. a little, actually a little over nine years. Okay. And, and so was it a musical opportunity that allowed yes. you to move here? Okay. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. It was a musical opportunity. And did you speak English beforehand? Very, very little. Ah. <laughs> I, I did speak English, you know, because in Holland, like we have that as our first or our second language in school. Mm -hmm. I wasn't quite the, the, the language wonder, you know, like that. It took me a little longer to uh, to get settled settled in, so to say. Mm -hmm. And you were all alone. You you don't have family here, or correct? Wow, I'm I, like I said, it didn't seem scary to you, but it sounds like it would be scary to me. To to uh, <laughs> it sounds like you looked at it as more as an adventure. It was. It was really one big adventure. And, you know, sometimes I think uh, if if I were to do it now, like uh -huh. you know, as a matter of fact, I turned thirty yesterday. <laughs> last oh, night, happy yesterday. birthday to you! <laughs> Thank you, thank you. You know, it's one of these milestone uh, uh, birthday ages, you know, like you start reflecting back. And if I were to do it now, like that's a different story, you know, like you have you just, just everything, you know more, you learn more, and, and just so much more uh, uh, things to think about. So, so I think it would maybe be different now uh, than, than back when, you know, when you're like, Early, early, early twenties, and right. and you know the world is your oyster in the sense that you just want to just taste everything and, and see everything and, 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 and yeah. And you know, I think there's something beautiful about that youthful exuberance uh, that brings you to new adventures that we don't have when we're you know in our thirties, forties, and 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 that exuberance propels us forward in in many ways. I think. Absolutely. It's also something that, that's one of my uh, uh, goals for, for, for the coming times, you know, to get that back more and more. Because I think that is the, the, that's actually one of the keys to success. And, you know, it's, it's the attitude that you have towards life and, and, and mm -hmm. like let go of the fear and all of that. Mm -hmm. And sort of live your purpose. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So you were a child prodigy. Uh, yeah, in the yeah. sense I was. Yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> and, uh, if you're playing uh, Chopin at seven, <laughs> I'm, yeah. I had trouble with Chopin at fifty. So, <laughs> <laughs> so um, how how did that begin for you? Tell us what it was like as a little guy, just you know, picking up whatever you could and making music. It was very natural. It was very uh, you know, like from from what I remember back, you know, when I was that young. Um, uh, at one point, I wanted to like play an instrument. And, and my dad actually took me to the local music school and, and uh, I was fascinated by the guitar. Mm -hmm. um, unfortunately, the guitar teacher uh, at that time was already uh, fully booked and, 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 and you know, it was, it was going to be a waiting list. So uh, uh -huh. I ended up just saying, ah, you know, I'll do piano and, and that's kind of how it started and, and I was always playing the piano, always. Oh, and so obviously your parents were supportive of your your musical genius, if you will. Yeah, 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 absolutely. Uh -huh. Are they musical as well? Um, uh, mostly, well, to, yes. My dad is, uh, plays guitar and, and sings. Um, it was always a silent dream, you know. 
my mom is it has a good voice it's not really like musical but she uh, in, in you know later uh, age she actually started playing piano as well both my mm-hmm. parents mm-hmm. Yeah. Mm-hmm. that's pretty interesting because I think you know you have to have nurturance from the environment to support that kind of gift at a young age absolutely yeah yeah and and uh, it sounds like you had an experience with that first classical piano teacher that I think many kids have that you know no you have to play it the right way yeah yeah yeah, yeah that was funny <laughs> <laughs> and and then you found your way to somebody who could allow the creative impulses to emerge yeah yeah, yeah. there was a uh, you know contemporary uh, they called it light music teacher and um light he was <laughs> it was very uh, very much like okay let's uh, what do you like and i i was introduced to like jazz and to like you know, pop pieces, and, and, and I liked it a lot. And what did your parents listen to and play? Did they listen to more classical? Or? Um, that's actually funny. I, I grew up with, that's the one amazing thing. So I grew up with parents that were, every morning, they, they would wake up and play, like, music loud. Like, we had, like, you know, they had a stereo system, and they played anything from Irish music, from Glamet and and... Sandy Danny to like opera to like uh, American, uh, uh, you know, like Joni. I grew up with Joni Mitchell and James mm. Taylor, Cat Stevens. I mean, you know, all the, 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 the mostly from the 70s. And, and, uh, mm-hmm. Oh, I loved it. And I was actually a big fan of all that music. And I actually even remember uh, like a very young age, like I was 10 or 11 years old, I, I saw some kind of a, you know, telemarketing ad on, uh, on TV and, and it, about it for a CD called Super Hits of Rock, and I had kind of like uh, ordered the CD uh, uh, my, myself, and, and it had like a whole collection of, of, of songs from the 70s, 60s, and 70s that were like hit songs, and that was kind of like my jam for the it still is actually. I mm-hmm. love all the songs. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I think uh, I might just take that idea from your parents and recommend it, you know, in my office when I see parents, um, if they have issues about their kids, I always tell them the first thing to do is turn off that TV. Yeah, yeah. Um, and maybe turn off the TV and play some music would be a wonderful way for, for many families to start the day. Absolutely, it's um, music is a yeah, it's very a very important component of uh, development. Absolutely, uh, I I think so. And and sometimes people ask me why I uh, interview mus- musicians on the show, and there are a number of reasons. But one is that I think music heals us. Yes, and I think music can transform us. Uh, and it speaks to our soul in a way that words don't. Absolutely. It's, it's, it's actually that that whole discovery came to me personally at later age. Like, uh, obviously, I always was very connected to it. But, but the, 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 the truly healing part aspect of it, you know, like, like once, once you go through, like, some struggles in life and, you know, and, and, you know, as an artist, you go up and down in your, you know, in different directions with your music style. And, I mean, you name it. Eventually, I, I noticed that music truly was the only outlet that, that, that was like an instant medicine to the soul. You know, mm-hmm. like you play mm-hmm. music and it's just, it just alleviates, uh, uh, yeah, like, like internal pain or whatever you want to call it. It's, it's, yeah. It's right. very 
I, I'm going to take that. I'm going to borrow that instant medicine to the soul. Yeah. <laughs> I, I'm going to take that and use it as my own. <laughs> I'll give yeah, you, you should. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I think that's so true. And certainly... You know, the audience, we know what we experience, but as the musician, you're able to see what's happening on everyone's faces mm-hmm. as you're performing. And, and especially, I know sometimes you, you do some spiritual work as well. And so I'm sure that the experience of, of watching your audience's face as they connect with that music is quite powerful. Yes. Yeah. <laughs> you Absolutely. know, I'm sorry. No, no, go ahead, go ahead. Yeah, I was just going to say, um, we're going to take a, a short break in a, a little bit. And as we go to break, we're going to be able to listen to a bit of your your work. We're going to be able to listen to just a little bit of your song, your rendition of Hallelujah, which I think is just so beautiful. So we're going to listen to that as we go to break. And we'll be right back with my guest, Rick Vanderklein. Be right back. Thank you. Hallelujah. 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 It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Are you happy in your life, or are you just settling? It's time to speak out, take control of your existence, and let your life speak. Bart Queen is the host of A Hero's Journey. His personal goal is to help you find your voice, use that voice, and live the life that you deserve to live. Do more, be more, and give more. Tune in to A Hero's Journey on the Voice America Empowerment Channel, live every Monday at 9 a.m. Pacific Time, 12 noon Eastern Time. You owe it to yourself to tune in and make your voice count. It's your world. Motivate. Change. Succeed. VoiceAmericaEmpowerment.com You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit DrSanicola.com. Again, that's DrSanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. 
Welcome back, everybody. We are talking today with my guest, musician and songwriter, Rick Vanderklein, and we're talking about lessons learned in life and musical journeys. And, you know, one of the things that I wanted to talk to you a little bit more about, uh, Rick, is that it seems to me that you are able to use your life experiences and translate those experiences into your, your music and your songwriting. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, I know, you know, I mentioned the, um, the piece that you wrote when you had your first high school crush. Um, and I think, you know, we mentioned another one about the journey to L.A., is yeah, that, yeah. Oh, yeah. The, 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 I think you were talking about the Crawling of the Wall song. Yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. Tell us about that. Well, that, that's actually, a, that was one of my, uh, that's maybe the, my favorite song that I wrote. Um, it, it, I vividly remember, like, like when I actually uh, wrote it, I was sitting at this, this apartment that I by the time lived in and, uh, uh, or rented. And, and I had like this beautiful city view, and I just arrived in LA, and and uh, or I'll just a couple of months, and you know it's very important these few first months to like you know when you settle in, uh, you know focused on your career and your recording and all of that. It's it's just very important to like who you meet and and having a clear direction and and that this protect particular moment I felt very stuck actually like I felt like certain things you know like I wanted certain things done and 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 so I was sitting there and I'm, I'm just looking out the window and I had a certain feeling and, and and with songwriting you kind of like it's it's an inspirational moment you feel it coming up it's not something that maybe people do it but for me like when you write a song, it just it comes to you. It could be any moment. It could be when you're driving in the car. It could be when you're in the shower. It could be it's these moments that you don't expect it. And mm-hmm. that was one of these moments. And I was looking out the window and, and, and just like this melody came to me. And, and so I immediately jumped behind my keyboard and, and, and or piano and started composing. And within like like literally 20 minutes, I had the whole melody structured, everything. And, and, and then so I started writing the feelings I had. And it became one of my personal favorite songs ever. Wow. Yeah. And that I think that, you know, that following that creative impulse is such a powerful experience. And then to see it manifest is mm-hmm. just really cool to say, yeah, there it is. And being able to then eventually uh, touch other people's uh, souls with it. That's, yes. that's the cool part of it. That's yeah. really what I think every songwriter musician ultimately experiences as as. Like the you know the, the the gratitude you can get out of it. Mm-hmm. And when's the first time you had that sense? Do you remember that when when you realized, oh my gosh, everyone else is resonating with this? Mm, I was I was like right around the fourteen fifteen. It was funny. I, I wrote this high school crush song, uh-huh. and uh, the girl that I wrote it about, like she kind of liked it. You know, me in high school, and everybody is you know like has like these these. You know, you're like a teenager, a young teenager. Mm-hmm. But I remember that she liked it, and my friends were like, oh, that's so cool. And, you know, yeah. Yeah, and it just, you know, it must just resonate in a really powerful way to say that, yeah. It's like it just hits the spot, so to speak, for some people. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Do, do you have a song yourself that you absolutely love, or that when you hear it, you just like, you just, it, it gets you? You know, um, 
There's, gosh, there's probably a lot of them. And I know I still, I mean, you know what I really love sometimes? The old gospel songs, mm-hmm. like Amazing Grace. Oh, yeah. You know, those those kinds of songs. And then I, I read somewhere that for most of us, the songs that we're listening to when we're in high school or, you know, late teens, that age, those are the songs that we love the rest of our lives. Oh, yeah. Yeah, absolutely. Do you think that's true? I I think you're absolutely right, yeah. 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 And so I still listen to um, all those old songs. I listen to all those old soul songs and Motown songs. Oh, I love Motown. I do, too. That's that's really my favorite. Oh, yeah. I still listen to all of that. And, you know, I I work with teenagers a lot, and they'll Mm -hmm. look at me and say, who was that? You know, and I was like, oh, well, that was back before you were born that so-and-so was popular. You know, that's actually funny you say that because, you know, like I'm just in 30, milestone age. I don't feel really that old. But um, when I talk to younger, like like twenty or like even younger people, and 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 they they're telling me that they don't know certain artists that literally to me like that they don't know Coldplay. I mean, mm-hmm. to me, it's like yeah. like what? Am I ter- am I getting old? <laughs> yeah, uh-huh. yeah. And I think music, in so many ways, does resonate and define us in that way. And um, you know, it's evocative of the emotional experiences that we were having at a given time, which is exactly what you're describing with the, with the songs that you've just told us about. Yeah. So, um, and then, you know, it was right after, you were still in high school when you were performing in the local clubs, right? I was. Yeah. I, was. I um yeah, I, I yeah, I was studying and 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 you know, like I met this American uh, bass player Billy Haynes, and he was like, actually, he toured with Lou Rawls and Tina Turner, uh-huh. talking uh-huh. about you know, about Old soul, soul yeah. yeah. And so, so he really uh, uh, helped me, or like he really guided me with like like truly defining um, that soul. How did he call it again? The the feel. The feel. The feel. Yeah. It was all uh-huh. about the feel. Right. And uh, so we spent endless, countless hours uh, on the field, like trying to define what is the field, because you can't really, you know, you you, you have it or you don't, but mm-hmm. you can, you know, you can, when you have it, you can always, you know, like that's just the beginning. Then you have to start like recognizing and training, you know, and practicing. Right. And so we did it so like for a long, long time and, and, and that's it's all Motown and, and, and funk and soul. That's all the feel like that, you know, that, that. For me, did it. <laughs> uh huh. And I know when I took piano lessons, and I would do my best to play whatever it was little song I was supposed to be playing, and then my piano teacher would look at me and say, "Now, Linda, play it again with feeling." <laughs> and, and somehow I it worked. <laughs> you know, I did my best or whatever it was, but that whole idea of feeling in the music makes the difference I think and then you know you have to develop your own sound I'm assuming yes you know? yeah it's yeah and and so then Billy Haynes was your mentor right mm-hmm. yeah and so um I think the the whole idea of mentoring is really uh, critical for people and whatever their specialty is whatever their life work or life purpose is the idea of having a mentor Super important. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think the most important is having having good guidance and having, you know, like a support system and a mentor is part of that support system, you know, like super important. 
Yeah. What What would you say were the most important lessons you learned as as a mentee? Hmm. Um. That's interesting. I I always kind of like I was very you know I was stubborn but open and you know like I I I I was I've I've always been able to like like take advice and 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 be guided in that sense that with with without too much hesitation because you know when I know when I know it's for my own best and for growth anything growth I'm interested in mm-hmm. so yeah my most important lesson that's a that's a good question I have to think about that yeah and I think you know just um, what you said is knowing that the person has your highest good in mind yes you know? that's, yes I think that always makes it easier to take guidance you know Absolutely. Like, it's like, you know, like guidance is, is when, indeed, when somebody wants the best for you and, and, and yes. wants to show their knowledge and share that and pass the stick on, so to say, versus, you know, taking orders, you know, like, that's um, very bad at that, actually. Like, you do this because I want you to do that. And it's not so good. Yeah. For me, it has to have, like, you know, there has to be a reason behind it. Like, I have to understand, like, okay, you know, yes, it's, 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 it has it, it, it's, it holds value. There's some meaning behind right. why. Right, exactly. And then, you know, realizing that, you know, the person is trying to get you from where you are to a, a better place, and you may not even know what that place is. Mm-hmm. You know, and, and certainly we see that a lot in my work, you know, that I just have to encourage people to say, you know, I know you don't know where we're going, and I don't. I know it's scarier. You don't quite get it, but you have to trust me for whatever reasons. Yeah, and and I think it's the same, whatever the field is, you know. Yeah, it's yeah. it's. I think you know, like your mentor has to be like somebody that you truly are inspired by, and that's mm-hmm. the first. You know, that's actually one of my life mottos. It's always been like to inspire and be inspired. You know, that that kind of says it all. Mm-hmm. You know? If you can live by that motto, then then you know you have passion. You 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 inspire other people with, with the same passion, and that that really is the most important in the thing I think in life. Right, I, I would agree with that. Or of yeah. life, put it that way. Of, oh, you know, yeah, that's a better way of saying it. Of yeah. life. Yeah. 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 So, are you um, are you at this stage yet where you are mentoring anyone else? Um. I, you know, I, not so much music uh, related, uh-huh. um, but more like, yeah, I've always taken that role and I was actually a, a close friend of mine and her son. So that was more, you know, like a big brother type uh-huh. of, of uh, you know, uh, mentor, men, mentee, how, do you, how would you say it? Mentor, mentorship? Uh, yeah, mentorship. Mentor role. Mentor role, yeah. Uh-huh. yeah. Yeah. And so, you know, so I, I, and I know I was very important for him in, in, in that part of his life and and so I really took on that that responsibility and and I actually enjoyed it and yeah it's important yeah and I think what you said just now about honoring that responsibility that I think that's what a good mentor does and that's Mm -hmm. one of the ways that the person who's being mentored understands that the mentor has their best in mind they can feel it I think as that honor comes through yeah yeah. yeah, and that's, you know, again, that be inspired to inspire and be inspired thing is something that we actually, that, that more people should understand because, 
know, you see it sometimes that I've experienced it myself where people weren't interested in the mentor, uh, in mentoring other than just taking, taking whatever they could. And, you know, I feel like, okay, maybe these people spiritually will connect to one point, but it's mm-hmm. so important to, to have that. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. And, you know, we're getting ready to take another short break here. And once okay. again, we'll listen to a little bit of Rick's music with Hallelujah. We'll be right back. Hallelujah, 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 Hallelujah. Friend us on Facebook to keep up with what's empowering the world. Voice America Empowerment. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? Perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. When is the last time you saw sparkles of life in your day? Each day holds a treasure, the extra in the ordinary. It is too easy to miss them because they're familiar and we take them for granted. If you want to add sparkle to your day, listen to Mighty Gems, spotlighting everyday jewels with Dee Lee. She offers a new way to view the world and to discover your own Mighty Gems in daily life. Listen Fridays at 11 a.m. Pacific Time, 2 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit Facebook.com forward slash Voice America. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. We're talking today with my guest, Rick Vanderklein, who is telling us about the lessons he's learned in music and in life and uh, his journey from Amsterdam to Los Angeles and points beyond musically. So um, one of the things, Rick, I was curious about when I read your bio is that um, you said something about remaining true to the simplicity of your music. What does that mean exactly? Um, it meant that, you know, I was I was experimenting a lot with different directions to like, you know, what, where to go. Because, you know, when you first start recording an album and you're in your early stages as an artist, you know, like you'll have a, a, a identity, but, but then, you know, like that's the beginning. You, you When you work with a producer, he really is 
defining that identity. He, that's a producer's task is to kind of like get the best out of his artist. And so it's mm. really important for a producer to, um, you know, find that, that uh, part in his artist. And, you know, the, the, the greatest producers in the world that made all those success are able to are capable of doing that. You know, not every producer or not everybody can do that. But mm-hmm. It's very very important. So uh, staying true to the simplicity was one of my personal experiences. Where you know, like you go from more rock kind of music, you have like different instruments joining songs that that you were like, mm, you know, and then you start experimenting, performing live in in clubs, and 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 then you go with a whole band and. Eventually, I realized uh, uh, after listening to many, many uh, uh, of my dad's uh, speeches, saying like, "Stay true to yourself and stay true to the, the simplicity," and I kind of got it. Like you know, piano and vocals mm-hmm. were how are I uh, write my songs, and so if you can write a song on just, a p- or you can play and perform a song on just one instrument with vocals, with mm-hmm. singing, whether a guitar or like a piano. And you can touch people's soul. That mm-hmm. you, you don't need like uh, drums and guitars and you name it. It's all about the song. And then, you know, eventually, if you add, you know, like a full band, beautiful. But it's all about simplicity. It's all about the message, about the beauty of the simplicity of the melody. Yeah, all about the song, as you said. That that's um, that's pretty powerful to to yeah. realize. You know. A lot you, of you you could play let it be like let's an example you could play mm-hmm. let it be on the piano and sing it and you could be a bad singer and people would still connect to the song it's 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 just it's one of these it's a melody that just gets people yes that, that's true yeah I hadn't ever thought of it that way but yeah you're you're right and that's a beautiful way to look at it to see that how are you connecting to that material to that mm-hmm. song yeah. And so, um, what are you doing now in the studio, or f- as far as live performances go? What do you? What is your focus now? So I perform like three, two to three times a week in different, you know, like like private events, and and uh, I do a lot of songwriting. And actually, in a little bit less than an hour, I I'll be in the studio um, uh, recording a, a vocal track for. A, a, a good producer friend I, I work with. Mm-hmm. Um, so yeah, I still do a lot of music. Um, I did ex- uh, discover my my entrepreneurial spirit as well, and, and, mm-hmm. and so uh, I'm combining the both. I, I I do a lot of music combined with uh, a, a new current startup company that I'm working on. Oh, <laughs> you know, I was going to ask you. That was going to be my next question because when you sent me the material and said oh, entrepreneurial spirit, it's like, oh, okay. Well, what's what is that? mean what are you working on are you at a place um, where you can talk about it uh yeah, yeah not too much but 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 yeah because it's it's um you know i like to talk about things more when they really manifest you know okay. like they when they are uh, um when the product is, is finalized so to say which will be very shortly okay um you know but entrepreneurial like you know like it's, it's such a hot word right now. Like everybody wants to be an entrepreneur, right? And, and it's a new new generation. And mm-hmm. I think musicians are very entrepreneurial spirits, and a lot of people don't realize that. Like, mm-hmm. but being a musician, and especially if you choose to become a musician for a career, you know, and follow your your 
dream and your create creative soul. You know, like that's a very daring and very uh, uh, I think respectful choice. Like it's not a lot of people dare to do that, and and unfortunately, not a lot of people understand that. You know, they look at music like fun and and entertainment and 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 you know, you, you, a lot of accomplished people or just just people that are not necessarily music related. They they, they look at musicians like oh, they're like you know. They, they don't see them so much as an entrepreneur, but mm-hmm. to become a successful musician or to be to, or to be a surviving musician, even you have right. to be an entrepreneur. You have to be able to 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 get your own things going. Right, and you have to you know you have to use all of those skills in self promoting and in Absolutely. you know I mean just what I imagine and what I've I've learned from others goes into the idea of of getting bookings and staying on top of all of that. I mean, it's it's a lot of work. Oh, and, yeah. You know, you said about the everybody thinks it's fun and entertaining. That's for the audience. That's for us. Mm-hmm. You know, we get the fun and entertainment. But, of course, musicians do. It's a, it's a lot of work to keep a career going. Yeah. But, you know, when you say to people like, you know, like, oh, you're a musician. Oh, you know, like a lot of people have, that they look, they look at you different in respect to where you were saying, like, oh, I'm an, uh, a lawyer or I'm studying architect, archi- you know, I'm an architect or, you know, like one of these more respected uh, professions that you go to school for and follow like a traditional uh, route or, you know, roadmap. And so with music, um, you, you get less of that. Uh, um, yeah, how do you call it? Um, yeah, you get no respect in that way. <laughs> that's that vernacular. But, yeah. But but the funny part is, and this is one thing that one of the things that I learned and struggled with actually, because you know in LA you're around a lot of successful people and a lot of business people, and everybody had you know like, and you want that as, as well, and and then you're a struggling artist, and and you know because that's ultimately what what I you know. It was, you know, like I've been struggling as an artist and I made some success and I did really well with certain songs. And, but, you know, like you, you miss that respect and not everybody gets it. But secretly, and this is the fun part of being a musician, and I learned this performing a lot live in the hotels where a lot of successful people uh, would go to. Secretly, they are all wishing to be that one guy playing yeah. the piano. You know, they're like, oh, like, oh, I wish that I could do that. And and as I got older, I kind of started understanding that, and I, I really enjoy that. Uh huh. Yeah, that is fun because I think you're right. I think secretly it speaks to people's soul oh, yeah. about, oh, I wish I could do that. Oh yeah. You know, and I've had a couple of really fascinating experiences. One was some time ago in my office, a, a gentleman came to me, and he, you know he had some kind of regular job. I don't recall what the regular job was, but at some point he said to me I'd ask him you know what's your passion what's your dream and he said I want to be a singer and he he wanted to be an opera singer and in my infinite wisdom I just sort of looked at him and I said okay so sing and the next week he came in and told me that he'd gone to an Italian restaurant near his home and asked if he could sing and they hired him there you go. <laughs> and all he needed was permission to be able to explore his passion. Yeah. You know, it may not have turned into a career. I don't know. 
but that was his dream and he never thought it would ever be possible. So I think, you know, what you're saying about that's what people want to tap mm-hmm. into that, that creative lifestyle, that energy being able to flow. And, you know, they don't realize the entrepreneurial part, but the beautiful part of resonating with, oh, yeah, that's part of who I am. Yeah, absolutely. Absolutely. Because I, I do think in many ways as a musician, as a songwriter, when you're with an audience, especially in a um, in a smaller venue, perhaps you're really sharing who you are. Yeah, that's also uh, the scary part. You, I'm, I'm sure you've heard that before, but you know, as a songwriter, to like you know, writing about truly deep stuff, you know, like is sometimes scary to like share with the world, especially when it's like a love type of thing, you know, like it's mm-hmm. like or a very personal story Mm -hmm. but that's you know that's you know again it's that's part of of your job as a songwriter musician like you know you share your 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 experiences and your your feelings with other people and 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 they resonate with that and 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 that's what what it's all about it's not about you know being being famous or making the money it's about Mm -hmm. touching people's souls and Mm -hmm. now if you can become successful doing that now then you're going to win Exactly, exactly. And I think, you know, that's just something, that's what people resonate with. Um, when when people can sense your vulnerability, that's what people resonate with. That's what people want. They want something that's alive and real and passionate mm-hmm. and meaningful. Yeah. And so it, it's scary to start that process, but I think that's where the power is. Absolutely. For the audience. The power of music. <laughs> yeah, yeah, exactly. For the audience, for the artist as well. Yeah. At least You know, I actually, um, I, I use a slogan for, uh, for uh, you know, I started, me and my dad actually started a, uh, a record label years ago, Klein and Friends. And, and, and so our slogan was, music brings people together. And we still, actually, we still use it a lot. Music brings people together. I think that's true. In, in so many ways, if you just think about maybe a street musician or if you think yeah. about walking along somewhere and you, all of a sudden you hear music, everyone goes to see what it is. Yeah, it's a universal language. It is. It is a universal language. And, you know, it, it, when those um, musical flash mobs were popular a couple of mm-hmm. years ago, everyone ran to see what they were doing. And yeah. everyone loved it, I think. It was so... Um, so cool to just have that. It's like a, a party in the middle of the day or an unexpected party. So, um, well, we get, we're going to take one more short break and uh, we will be right back with my guest, Rick Vanderklein, as he shares uh, his musical journey and how music brings people together. We'll be right back. <laughs> Hallelujah. 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 Live up to your fullest potential. This is the Voice America Empowerment Channel. Are you happy with your financial life? Or are you like most people, underachieving with your income, working your tail off without the rewards you deserve? Are you going through a boom or bust cycle over and over again, hitting an inner set point? 
perhaps you are struggling with the same old issues over and over again. Are your finances a source of peace or stress? Is your money the root of your problems or the path to your freedom and empowerment? If you answered yes to stress and problems, then it's time to ask yourself one more question. What else is possible? Sign up for Dr. Linda Sanicola's six-week Tapping into Wealth Coaching program by visiting drsanicola.com. This program is designed to help you break through your unconscious wealth set points and experience the true freedom, creativity, enthusiasm, and rewards you were meant to have. Get started today at drsanicola.com. That's drsanicola.com. Should there be more to your life? Do you need a change? Transformation for Success with Dr. Barbara Young will provide empowering commentary each week to encourage you. She will interview successful personalities from movies, television, business, technology, health, and academia. All of them have amazing stories resulting in transformed lives. You will learn how to discover real happiness, financial success, and fulfillment to live your highest purpose. Join her on Tuesdays at 2 p.m. Pacific Time and 5 p.m. Eastern on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. The future of online TV is here. View exclusive content from your favorite talk radio hosts and new programs that you can't see anywhere else. Visit voiceamerica.tv today. You are tuned in to Be the Best You Can Be with Dr. Linda Sanicola. If you want more information about Dr. Sanicola or our program, please visit drsanicola.com. Again, that's drsanicola.com. Now, back to this week's show. Welcome back, everybody. Today, we are talking with my guest, Rick Vanderklein, on lessons learned in life and music. So... You know, as we start this segment, um, Rick, I want to make certain that people know how to find you. Uh, where can people reach you? Um, my website, uh, 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 rickvdk.com. So it's Rick, R-I-C-K, V as a Victor, D as a Derek, K as a King.com. Okay. And where? how about your music? Where can they... Uh, buy your music or listen to your, your CDs? Or that's, that's actually a very interesting story, but I... <laughs> I pulled all my music from iTunes and and all the the streaming services because it's uh, I it's a long that's another conversation but um, okay. I currently have it on my website only okay um, because you know it's, it's uh, a personal um, you know I, I don't really support the current model uh, okay. the music industry is dealing with okay. Well, as long as there's a way for people to listen yeah, to you, just, that's yeah, what counts. If they go to my website, they can listen to it, and, and, and I have on YouTube and stuff, yeah. Uh-huh. So that's, okay. And do you have a Facebook page? Um, I do, okay. which is Rick uh, VDK Music, Facebook okay. slash Rick VDK Music. Okay, great. Um, so I wanted to ask you also, you know, the, the title of the show is Be the Best You Can Be, mm-hmm. and, you know, we're talking about lessons learned today, so... Yeah. Uh, do you have something you can share with the audience that um, might reflect uh, your biggest lesson? Uh, yeah, my, my biggest lesson as a musician and as just an individual in, in, in general in life um, was do not ever uh, 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 count on other people. Do it, get mm-hmm. the, do it yourself. On, mm-hmm. like, like fully rely on yourself. Don't rely on other people, but, mm-hmm. but 
take matter in in your own hands be in control yourself and mm -hmm. and 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 meaning you know like just whatever it takes to 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 to, to being able to doing it yourself you know like like with my musical experience like first you work with producers and this and that and eventually you just realize like wait you cannot rely on anybody because you're gonna there's times you're gonna be let down and so you have to be prepared and be able to walk on, on your two legs yourself Mm -hmm. So whatever it takes to like just better yourself, like mm -hmm. in, in your skills, in your, you know, in, in, in your spirituality, anything. Mm -hmm. You know, I, I, I've always been so impressed as I, I tend to ask that question of all the artists and musicians that I have on the show. And almost everybody says some version of, of that, that, yeah. you know. And and sometimes the young kids that I, I work with are a little disappointed to hear when I tell them, well, you know, you need to listen to the show and hear what this successful musician says. And it's always be prepared. Yeah. You know, better yourself, just exactly what you said. Be able to rely on yourself and and be ready. Yeah. You know? You know, like like one, you know, I so when you're young and you grew up, like, you know, you hear like, oh, you have to go and get an education. You have to go to college and this and that. And for me, I never really understood. I, I did follow that route. But then, you know, I had a, like a choice. Do I follow my music and, and, and do I invest my, my time in music or do I go to university? Mm -hmm. And I chose for music and I never quite got uh, like, oh, you have to just go to college. And because, you know, it sounded like an order and I don't really take orders. Mm -hmm. good mm -hmm. but growing older and like learning stuff if I were to ever tell somebody go to college it wouldn't be because it's the traditional route and that's the way to get a job mm -hmm. that has nothing to do with that in my opinion it's all about um, enlarging like get like getting more having more tools mm -hmm. to your availability in your mm -hmm. toolbox you know exactly. if, if, if life is um, you know, like like you, you, you're carrying your toolbox and the more tools you have, the better you know how to work your tools, especially important. Mm -hmm. That's that's what it's about and that's what will will, will make you uh, accomplish a lot and be successful. Mm -hmm. And, you know, life brings different people different opportunities. You know, it sounds like, as I said earlier, you were really blessed with having a family that made it possible for you to follow your passion with music. And then yeah. you had a, a wonderful mentor. And, you know, uh, of course, not everyone has that, and they need to take a different path. But the tools are the same, whatever it is. Just as you mentioned, the tools is to learn how to do what you need to do to yeah. move yourself forward. Yeah, and that, 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 again, that, that comes down to, like, not relying on anybody but yourself, you know? Like, mm -hmm. like the more tools you have, the more independent you are. And, and I'm not saying so much, like, oh, you cannot, you don't, I, I, I remember I said, don't count on anybody. But I actually meant don't rely on anybody but yourself. Mm -hmm. That way, you know, like, like you, you will not be let down in a sense that, mm -hmm. that you know, you're in control and, and, and nobody's going to care as much as you do. No, uh, that's certainly true. That is certainly true. No one's going to care as much as you do about your music. Yeah, or, yeah, or about your life. I mean, that's, you know, ultimately we, we, we enter this world on our own. And then, you know, like maybe your parents, you know, that those are maybe only like your family. Those mm -hmm. are the people that, you know, 
care beyond anything if, if you whatever would happen to you they are there for you mm -hmm. but but other than that you know it's just you gotta do it yourself mm -hmm. and to be self-sufficient mm -hmm. yeah I, I know um recently i was speaking with a young man a high school student and he announced that music was his passion Mm -hmm. And I said, oh, great. That's wonderful. I said, so I asked him, what do you play? I play guitar. Okay, great. I said, and how much time do you practice? And he looked at me. I said, did you practice today? No. Yesterday? No. I said, so how many times this week? <laughs> no. No. I said, but that's your passion? Well, yeah. Yes. But I said, well, we might want to take another look at that. Because you don't have to be told to practice and to learn the skills if it's your passion. Absolutely. Yeah. Well, I think, you know, I don't know how old he is, but how old, he or she? He, he. He was about he? Uh, 16. Yeah. I mean, you know, like, like I think, the, you know, like practicing is part of it. It's not fun, but, but uh, on the other hand, you know, it, it proves your skills. So if you truly want to go that direction, like, mm -hmm. I think it just comes naturally to you. Mm -hmm. Right. Yeah. 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 It, it's, um, you know, I, I just really thank you for the time that you've shared with us today, especially after that uh, big birthday party you had yesterday. <laughs> so <laughs> I appreciate your, your making the time for us this morning and uh, sharing your wisdom with us. Yeah, and you know, I, if we have time, I, I would love to, do we have time left? Or? Um, uh, we have a minute or so, yeah. Okay, well, the, I think my, my biggest advice to anybody that would be interested is, um, you know, relying on yourself, but also when you want to find a blueprint on how to uh, uh, approach uh, a career or whatever it is that you want to do, find leverage. It's ultimately okay. all about leverage. Where is the leverage? And if you know... You know, if you hold that leverage, then you will find, then things will become clear and it will just, your roadmap will be there, the blueprint. That's uh -huh. one of the most difficult things to find, you know, uh -huh. as a musician, like, where do you go? What's your blue, what's your blueprint? Mm -hmm. Find the leverage mm -hmm. and your blueprint will be there. Mm -hmm. That sounds like great advice. Thank you once again, Rick. And uh, I hope you will all tune in next week as I'm joined by my guest, the mystical Marianne, Marianne Lewis, who's singer and founder of New Grove Productions. And we'll be discussing the love conspiracy or how to move from love as fluff to love as force. And I hope you'll also visit my show's Facebook page, Dr. Linda Sanicola. And I leave you today with the words of Neil Donald Walsh. Glorify who you are today. Do not condemn who you were yesterday and dream of who you can be tomorrow. Thanks for listening. See you all next week. Thank you for listening. Be the best you can be with Dr. Linda Sanicola can be heard each Wednesday at noon Eastern Time, 9 a.m. Pacific Time on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. We hope to have you join us again next week. Thanks again for listening to the preceding program brought to you on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. For more information about our network and to check out additional show hosts and topics of interest, please visit voiceamericaempowerment.com. 
The Voice America Talk Radio Network is the worldwide leader in live Internet talk radio. Visit voiceamerica.com. The views and ideas expressed on the preceding program are strictly those of the host or guests and do not necessarily reflect the views and ideas held by the Voice America Talk Radio Network, its staff, and management. 